Welcome, everyone. We are live for another edition of the Facebook Friday Weekly Market Updates with Spencer Sue, uh, your Bay Area tech realtor. So we got several things to go over today uh, that has been very relevant as to what is happening here in the Bay Area. And then we'll at the end, we'll go over the latest market updates. Um, uh, this time looking at San Mateo County and see how that has fared from several weeks ago when I last showed and shared that data. And so let's get started. The very first thing is related to the shelter in place situation here in most counties uh, in the Bay Area. Um, first and foremost, it, it got extended again till the end of May and I suspect it'll keep getting extended for several months. However, uh, things are starting to ease up in all sorts of different ways. So for example, I know like in San Mateo County and Sonoma County, uh, people have the opportunity to go play golf now. So golf and tennis is getting more relaxed in certain um, counties. So that's 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 great. There's some more act outdoor activities that can be done. Um, from a real estate perspective, there's different things that also have been changed in terms of the process effective May 4th, which is on Monday. One of the biggest things that has changed is the opportunity for individuals to go with their clients to see occupied houses. Ever since the shelter in place took place back in mid-March, you can only go see vacant properties, which means it was very difficult for anyone that had a house that they lived in to want to sell it because you couldn't even show it even if they stepped out for 15 minutes. Now that has changed on May 4th. So any occupied houses can be viewed. There is a specific protocol in place. So you'll want to make sure that you have um, that they have stepped out for the time you're in, and then you can let them go in afterwards. So they can't be in the property while you're there, but this is still a very big game changer in the industry here in the Bay Area. So I hope this would signal some more confidence for listings uh, to hit the market with this in mind. Uh, I have a listing in San Mateo. Uh, it's uh, occupied by tenants, uh, beautiful property, but it's the same situation. People can, I've done all that I could with Matterport, with uh, virtual tours with a walkthrough, but people still do need to go see the property and this will help tremendously uh, to alleviate that. The other thing is there are several services that have also been revised and allowed. So construction now is back in full swing. This is great because it's been delayed for several weeks now. Landscaping is okay. Uh, driving by my neighborhood, I've seen a lot of people um, you know, their, their yard is growing like crazy weeds all over. So this is a, uh, this is a good sign that landscaping is back in. And then, as I mentioned previously, a lot of the outdoor recreational facilities that don't that are not in close proximity, so like tennis and golf, uh, has become available. So those are some of the restrictions that have been eased, um, which is very it's very good in terms of opening back up the economy. But also, as I mentioned, hopefully more listings will come by because of this change. And I'll show you the data momentarily of how low the listing figures are for new listings a week. Now, number two, um, I want to share in terms of interest from a buyer perspective, mortgage applications for home purchases spike despite pandemic. The chart was the, the volume of mortgage applications pur purchases, this is only for purchasing, not refinance or anything else, jumped 12% last week compared with the previous one. So as, as things start to get opened up and people start to assess their own financial situation, um, 
there's been significantly more traffic in terms of the level of interest that I have personally seen. You'll see that from the data as well, but this is uh, this shows perhaps uh, the worst is over. People are getting confidence again. People are able to go out, uh, and we're still in the midst of the busiest season, which is spring season, even though it's been delayed initially. So I suspect because of this, we're going to see a, a good amount of buyers continue to increase, uh, at least for the next month or so. I think the spring season may have just gotten delayed, as in it's usually as early as early April. But because of what happened with April, maybe everything just shifts back. Um, so an extra month later. If not that, then I'm, maybe it just gets more condensed. So the buyer activity may be some of the most intense uh, in recent times, um, just based off of this data. So that's um, that's the mortgage application side. The next side is related to Facebook. Uh, you know, I, I had it on my previous video that Facebook was one of the biggest indicators for me in terms of how if how they are doing it, we should all keep an eye on how they are doing, especially given if you think about their business model, it's purely on advertising. And there's a lot of small businesses that advertise on Facebook. And so when they announced their earnings, I believe on uh, Tuesday, um, their shares rose. 10% in after hour trading. And one of the big headlines that I noticed is when I listened to the CFO call, they had shared a steep decline in Facebook ad revenue. However, that makes sense because during that time, things were extremely uncertain. Layoffs were, were just going off like crazy. But they, he also mentioned that early data for April seemed to look promising and seemed to stabilize. This is a very, very uh, interesting point because if things were getting worse, Early data for April will not be uh, will not be better. So I found this really interesting. I'm glad that he shared this because then um, it also reflects what Google had saw as well in its own advertising business. I know LinkedIn's uh, with Microsoft there they had a blowout quarter. Um, so there's a lot of these signs where sure you still have the fear outside. But there's still a lot of positive news that are starting. It seems like it's starting to turn. So this is a this is very helpful. Of course, he would mention to be cautious, just because he is uncertain of the future. But from an ads perspective, it seems like it's creating a uh, kind of a checkmark recovery, which is good. Next thing I wanted to cover is related to Wells Fargo. They are no longer accepting applications for HELOCs, home equity lines of credit. So very much like Chase made the announcement, um, I believe a week ago, uh, Wells Fargo is kind of following suit now. That both of them are more restrictive in terms of the type of loans and financing you can get. Some are more restrictive in terms of your refinance options. Uh, others, in this case, have removed the option to do HELOC to begin with. Now, keep in mind, Wells Fargo is the biggest uh, loan originator in the entire country. Chase is about, I think they're third out of, I think they're either third or fourth, depending on the year. So it's a, it's a big sign that they're getting more cautious uh, when it comes to this. However, there are still plenty of big banks that still allow you to do this. The benefit of a, a HELOC is that you can always withdraw that fund uh, whenever you would want. And many times there's no penalty for any sort of uh, yearly fee. So I would suggest to check the other banks and see if they have it open. And if it, do if it doesn't cost you anything, which most will not, then you might as well have this as a rainy day fund than figuring out later that you need it and it's no longer there. That's what I have personally. Um, and so even though I don't, I'm not withdrawing from it, but it's just good to have 
because you just never know when maybe other banks may follow suit or the terms get worse. So that's something that I would suggest everybody uh, would would do if they're interested. If they own a home, there's some equity involved. You can do this. Refinances and cash out refinances still happen today. So that's also another option that that is not um, it's not all taken away. All right. Last but not least, um, I'll share the latest market update. I actually updated this today, so I'll change this. So um, this is for San Mateo County. The biggest thing that caught my eye is what's in the yellow. So the new listings is the top level. Total contingent and pending is on the bottom. You'll see the number of new listings is actually lower than how many are going pending these days. That's a, a very big and in dire situation as you can see the last two weeks were that way even the last three weeks if you notice before even before the um pandemic got a shelter in place while the new the new listings was a high number the total contingent was a high number but the ratio was still there where there was less going uh going on like getting in contract than the new listings but now we're seeing a complete reverse shift uh, which is makes it very challenging for buyers. If you compare the figures from a volume perspective, we are about uh, 30% less volume based off of this figure. But if you look at the listings figure amount, we have about 60 to 70% less new listings. So it gives you an idea, like I suspect that prices will rise um, over the next one or two months especially I still make offers every day. So I know what prices are ultimately going for if I win a, if I win a house or if I lose on a bid. So I suspect this will keep occurring unless there's some sort of new injection of new properties. You saw the figure that I shared with the increasing amount of um, applica mortgage applications. So there's more and more buyers uh, interested and, and out looking. I see that as well. But if new listings are not coming up, then it, it, it creates a... A very difficult situation for buyers to try to find the property that they want. So the trends are all but the same, where the figures of contingent and pending has been increasing um, since the shelter in place happened. We're now we're creating a, a bottleneck of how little options there are for consumers. So you can see that through this chart here. Price-wise, we have seen a slight decline uh, for April. It's still a very high number relative to what it was. So there's a lot of variations that could impact the April figures. It could be a combination of, well, there's not that many properties out there to begin with. So there was very little for people to make it to make a move on. That's number one. Number two, the ones that were on the market are typically either vacant or maybe they had a they really wanted to sell. So there's some aspects of that that are components. And also remember, this is the April figure. And so this is all data from the activities of uh basically early March or mid-March. And so as you know, mid-March is when the shelter in place took place. So that kind of mid-March to end of March was very bad. It was it was a really it was a really bad time for for the real estate market, especially given the uncertainty and the limitations. So a lot of that is reflecting here now. I suspect moving forward as we get into the May data, because of all the activity that's happening right now, that you'll see prices continue to rise or rise back up. So I suspect it'll be something like uh, the March timeframe data. It probably wouldn't. I don't. I don't think it'll drop. I think it'll continue to increase, although slightly. So that's uh, this week's market update. Um, 
if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me anytime. I hope this was helpful and this gives you the latest state. Um, I do have a YouTube channel that I'll post below. So if you're if you enjoyed this content and you want to see other videos that I've made, I do post it on all my social media platforms. But the YouTube channel allows you to just see, simply see what's of interest to you and you can um, check out the topics that way. Uh, in terms of next week, we have several things going on. I'll create another video on Tuesday about um, what are some of the best home improvement values that you can do when selling your house. So we'll all have that posted on Tuesday. Wednesday, I have a fantastic interview with some uh, wonderful agents all across the country. That'll be a, a weekly Wednesday, 12 p.m. show uh, live event. And then on Friday, we'll do another market update, likely for Santa Clara County at that time. Hope this was helpful. Of course, if you have any questions, let me know. Have a good weekend. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like the content, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating.